Welcome to Live Better Longer on Legend 100.3, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Dr. John DeLuca will discuss common health issues and solutions through the modalities of integrative medicine and how they can benefit you. And now, Live Better Longer. Good morning and welcome once again to Live Better Longer, right here on Legends 100.3, one of the programs that I just love because, you know, I love to learn and I always learn something new on this show. Mike McGann here, along with Dr. John DeLuca, Medical Director of Palm Beach Integrative Medicine, uh, who sponsors this program. Good morning, Dr. DeLuca. Good morning, Mike. How are you today? I am really well, my friend. Doing well. Great. It's been a busy, uh, busy couple of weeks. With us, of course, is also the lovely Courtney. Couldn't do it without her. How are you, Courtney? I'm good, Mike. Thank you for having us. Anytime. If you have any questions or you would like to set up uh, stopping in to Palm Beach Integrative Medicine to, to learn more about what they do and how it may apply to you, you can call 561-630-8722. 561-630-8722. Or uh, check out the website, which is Palm Beach Integrative. Dot com Palm Beach Integrative dot com. Now, I always, like I said, learn quite a bit on this program. And today it looks like there is a lot to learn, a whole lot of applications to some very interesting treatments. So let's uh, let's talk about it. Biooxidative therapies is uh, our point today, right? It, it certainly is, Mike. Well, let's discuss what I mean, what is it? What makes a treatment biooxidative? What's it all about? Okay, so biooxidative therapies is the uh, therapeutic use of the different forms of oxygen to improve cellular detoxification, okay. health. And it does this by increasing oxygen to the cells and then allows them uh, broadly to detoxify toxins, okay. eliminate them, regenerate cells, increase energy, rejuvenate the tissues. Wow, there's an awful lot from that. That, that's, that covers a, a lot of things. Yeah, certainly does. It's wide ranging. It's it, you know, it's one of the best kept secrets in medicine, and because um, not a lot of people know about this, with the it was big before uh, we had developed antibiotics. Okay. Because um, that was a g- great way to uh, kill microbes, pathogens. Interesting. And then now, when, you know, with the advent of antibiotics, oh, this kind of fell by the wayside. But now, as you might have heard, oh boy, there's, there's think, an overuse of antibiotics. I think I know we're going with this. Yeah, so... Um, superbugs. Superbugs, yes. So one Antibiotic of the, resistant. Oh, yeah, let's... Well, well I'm glad that this is uh, something we can look at. One of the good things about superbugs, they're not resistant to this. This could this can affect any kind oh, of... Oh, wow. Yeah, so this is really, really going to be important stuff in the future. Big thing in medicine now is about antibiotic stewardship, not giving antibiotics at the drop of a hat for something that may well be viral. Most uh, colds are viral. All well, flus are viral. Sinus infections as well. I mean, I've been in and I, I get, you know, they give Augmentin or something. Yes. And, but I'm like, this is not a bacterial so it's most most likely it's not or most yeah. of the time it's not and a lot of times i'll see people with recurrent sinus infections right but it's not bacterial because they've had courses and courses of antibiotics more likely it's fungal and the fungal can slip under the radar in a million ways it's the last thing anybody thinks about is a fungal infection correct and we've you know we have people all the time that come in it's like i keep getting chronic sinus infections i keep giving antibiotics i keep getting getting them again i said well has anybody given you an antifungal uh, no, what's that? What oh. does it even mean, right? Yeah. I know. Yeah, because the bacteria and the, the fungi, they fight for turf, just like gangs. Right. And then when you clear out the antibiotics, the, the fungus have a great chance. You know, they're overgrown. It's taking away their enemies. It, basically, yeah. And, yeah, wow, that's that's really 
rather sobering thought yeah. uh, that that can be going on. There, yeah. there is kind of a battleground going on in there, and you got to try to keep it even. Yeah, so most of the time when I give an antibiotic, I also give an antifungal, especially dealing with GI things. Sure. Um, but um, this leads us back to the topic of, well, what can we do to you know uh, for the bacterial infections, the fungal infections, the viral infections? And one of those things is... Bio-oxidative therapies. Bio-oxidative therapies. And what are, what are some examples? What, what yeah, makes a, a bio-oxidative a bio-oxidative? Right. Okay, so uh, basically anything that uses um, oxygen or causes an oxygen or oxygen-like product to be made in the body. So, okay. for instance, we have probably the granddaddy of them all, ozone. Oh, yes. Ozone, was basically, it comes from... Uh, technology invented by Nikola Tesla. Sure. Okay, so it's been around I hundreds, you know, more than a hundred years. Interesting cat. Yeah, uh, bio-oxidative therapy also would include hyperbaric okay. medicine. I remember that's been in the news from time to time. Yes. Um, uh, hydrogen peroxide therapy. Exercise with oxygen therapy, so that's where actually breathing oxygen while you're doing uh, while you're doing your exercise to you know better get Boost those levels. Yeah, like exactly. you wear a mask or something. Exactly. How do you do that? Yeah, you, you wear a mask while you're doing your exercise, so it increases the blood flow and the, therefore the oxygen content into the brain. Now, I'm, obviously, I'm a, I love to learn, but I'm kind of a layman with a lot of this. When I've seen videos of people like running on treadmills with an oxygen mask, mm-hmm. is that the kind of thing I'm seeing? Yes, most Int- most probably. Wow, so cool. Thank yeah. you. I've always wondered what that was. (laughs) And two big things we use in our office are high-dose vitamin C, IV therapy. Okay. And then um, ozone. Right. And then the the, um, secret in my practice um, is combining IV ozone with ultraviolet therapy. So we have really? ultraviolet blood irradiation. This is my favorite treatment that we do. Okay, that's something I, I've never even heard of this. So yeah. this is something that I would really, uh, really like to learn about. So let's talk about some of these different treatment modalities. Uh, what is hydrogen peroxide therapy? Because when I think of hydrogen peroxide, it's just like that's what I used to put on a cut when I was a kid or used when you were cleaning your ears. I mean, there's a lot of different things here. Do you want to know what I learned today? Just because we were talking about how we like learning during this session. I learned today that the body makes hydrogen peroxide. Yes. The cells make hydrogen peroxide. Interesting. Now, is that a byproduct or something? It is. is. Well, no, it's used for actually defensive purposes. Okay. That's one of the ways the body reacts to pathogens. Oh, well, that would certainly make sense. (laughs) So the body produces internally what we like to use externally for that. Correct. So uh, IV um, hydrogen peroxide, not something I really use anymore because um, other things have taken its place in my practice. It's an old-time alternative, quote-unquote, or integrative therapy. uh, And occasionally we will use it if it's like an acute onset flu or something, but very rarely anymore um, because um, high-dose vitamin C and the ultraviolet blood irradiation have, have made it basically obsolete. Okay. So um, one of the things about high-dose vitamin C, uh, it's one of my favorites, and I've actually trained, um, uh, you know, taking different, you know, various courses on the application of it. The secret to it is it makes the cells produce more hydrogen peroxide. Oh, okay. So, okay, well, who cares? Well, for instance, cancer cells can't make an enzyme to break down the hydrogen peroxide where normal cells can. So if oh. we bombard the cancer cells with a high dose of vitamin C, it creates hydrogen peroxide, and it basically bleaches the cancer cells. Whoa, okay, that's uh, that's kind of a mind-blowing concept. Yeah, and this is actually, it's it's used at universities. Um, University of Kansas has a big program where they use high-dose vitamin C. It's used at a lot of different medical centers now. So what, it, it was uh, championed by uh, a doctor named Hugh Reardon in Wichita, Kansas, and it was, you know, he basically uh, nurtured the concept, developed it, and then it spread out to the rest of the country. And you'd really think that this would be something that would be more, more commonly discussed. Yeah, we have um, cancer patients occasionally, and I just want to maybe bring up 
the one patient that we had a few years ago where we treated her with high-dose vitamin C. We got her, we titrated her up to the 100 gram. She was doing it weekly, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, can you tell us what happened? Oh, so it was a it was an advanced case of uterine cancer oh, that boy. spread to her GI system. Oh, wow. Okay. So it, it would have been almost inoperable. It would have been a very nasty operation. Gonna, and, and a very painful. Yes. Uh, long recovery. Long yeah. recovery or a slow spiral. Yes, exactly. So, exactly. so um, she knew the odds of you know her going through surgery. She d- did the research. She said, "Will you you know will you perform this treatment for me?" I said, "Absolutely." So we you know we gave her weekly infusions of the high dose vitamin C, and after a few months, maybe three or four months, she goes back. She has another CAT scan, and the tumor has now regressed off of the off of the intestine, and it's, it was now localized to the uterus. Then she was able to go in and have the surgery. Right. And it was a much cleaner surgery. You know, she recovered fine and she did well. And that's, I mean, it's literally a cleaner surgery. It, I mean, yeah, those oh, areas oh, of the body have a, oh, wow. Yeah, so absolutely. The complication rate of just, you know, just the uterine you know, removal, uh, hysterectomy, is, was much, much safer than. Sure. Well, yeah, there's, there's a, it's, it's a different area, less prone to infection as far as I know. Correct, yeah. But that's. Wow, that's stunning to hear. Yeah. Um, and that's a new one for me. Yeah, so we'll get cancer patients and, you know, they'll come in and it'll be usually in conjunction with their uh, traditional oncology okay. uh, radiation or, or chemo or whatever. Sometimes in lieu of it, and that's not my recommendation, sure. but, you know, if the patient says, no matter what, I do not want to do this chemo or they've done chemo and they don't want to do the radiation or vice versa. Um, and so it's always a you know, personal decision you know, sure. the patient has to make, and I will work with them, I'll work with their uh, oncologist or the uh, oncoradiologist or you know, whatever. You know. we're, we're, we take all comers and you know, we, we try to do the best we can for the patients. So that high-dose vitamin C, is, I mean, that's already a very powerful treatment. It is. Now you mentioned ozone therapy, and I have a friend who is obsessed with ozone therapy. She has like an ozone machine at home, and she'll only buy certain brands of water and she ozonates them. Oh, yeah. And I can taste a difference in it. Sure. Because uh, she brings me that water. She was like, dude, take care of yourself, please. And, uh, and that's a fascinating one, too. And, and she's talked a bit about some of the benefits of it. But, again, there's a, I'm looking at this, and there's a lot more oh, laid out here. It's huge. It's ozone, probably one of the best-kept secrets in medicine and health. Okay. Um, Which it shouldn't be. We keep talking about, like, things that should be brought to the general public's attention, and nothing should be a secret. This right. is one of them. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if anybody's trying to suppress it. Sure, but, but it's, it's just one of those things. Because yeah. no one knows about. about it, right? Like, why does nobody know about it? Well, it, well, it's true. There's a lot of great, like, independent bands out there that are <laughs> unbelievable musically, but nobody knows who they are, right? But they might be the best you've ever heard. Yeah. Same kind of thing with this. The word of mouth is something that needs to happen. It is, and it's, you know, our typical patient base is that, you know, 10 or 20% of the population who, you know, want the integrative care, want yes. the more natural things, want the, you know, the, that type of care, uh, or, in, or in lieu of conjunction with their other, you know, um, their other, you know, modalities that right. they may choose. So ozone is very fascinating. Again, it, it you know, started with a Nikolai Tesla. Yep. You probably don't, you know, you probably weren't aware of it, but your, your, um, your water is probably from the from the municipal is probably at least treated with ozone. Gotcha. Well, I do see microfiltered ozonated as a, I, I see that as a number of labels from yeah. time to time. Yeah. yeah. So ozone is a, it's a it's a great way to de- destroy pathogens and toxins, and uh, it's probably the strongest thing that we have. You don't want to breathe it. 
Um, you know, people get scared of the term ozone because they remember from the ozone layer, the ozone day, layer, and it was going to like you know totally open up and we'd all cook. I exactly, and you don't want to breathe it. No, that's true. That's industrial ozone, and that's the stuff that floats up in the air. And you don't want to breathe that because that is toxic. And you got to be careful if you have an ozone machine at home not to breathe too much of it in. Sure, well, you will you will cough. It so has like a strong moderation smell is still too. kind of the thing to do, right? I mean, yeah. that's kind of the name of the game here. Balance, like, <laughs> balance, and a dose that comes from a professional who knows how to determine the dose and, and give that dose. Yeah, yeah, so there's different ways that we, we can do ozone therapy. Okay. Um, we do three or four in the office. If we can just start, I'd like to start talking about the ultra blood irritation. Oh, you like um, that? That's your favorite. That's my favorite. Ever since we sat down, Courtney's been like kind of looking at the clock and looking at, when are we gonna get to this? She's looking at this book you have here called Invisible Cure uh, that I believe may have something to do with it. So Yeah, so, yeah. Um, the, the game changer in my practice was when I united ultraviolet blood irradiation with the ozone therapy. Okay. I, did, I did them both separately, and I got decent results. When I combined them, that was really a game changer. And it's for any kind of like biotoxin illness, um, like a Lyme disease, um, which we see a lot of un oh, yeah. uh, underdiagnosed or non-diagnosed Lyme disease. Oh, I've and that's one long effects, and they can be unpredictable. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. that get, once it gets into the brain neural Lyme, it's 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 a very tough situation. Right, and particularly mold poisoning or mold exposure. That's been huge, and in an area like South Florida, yeah. you get the humidity and all that. I mean, it's we we live in both paradise and an ideal petri dish environment. Yes. For it's, molds, fungi, all these things. It's mm -hmm. warm here. It's, you it's, know, it's, it's moist humid. here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's a great uh, uh, breeding ground for, for a mold. But that was, when I combined the two, that was like a game changer in my practice. And it really made the difference um, for the those particular, you know, two cases, the Lyme and the mold. You know, they're very challenging for, you know, for a lot of practitioners. Oh, yeah. Um, and especially when they have Lyme and mold, which I've had a few of those cases, and they were nightmares. That, wow, what a combination that's got to be. Yeah, and, and what turned them around was the UBI ozone, the ultraviolet blood radiation with ozone. Let's talk about UBI. What exactly is it? How does it work? Yes. And then if you combine it with ozone, how does how do those things come together? I'm okay, so yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll run you through the procedure. How it would work, you would sit down, you would sit down in our IV chair, we would take a small amount of your blood, 60 cc's okay. um, of blood, which is a, a, you know, a, a big syringe. The usual syringe. Yeah, a big syringe. Yeah. Uh, and then we'd put that into a saline uh, IV bag. Okay. And we would ozonate that. So we'd take our ozone generator, thank you, Nikolai Tesla, and we would put 60 to 100 cc's of ozone into that bag. Okay. So it ozonates the red blood cells. Then we run it through our machine that has ultraviolet bulbs in it okay so what that's called the fancy term for that is photobiomodulation okay but you're putting photonic energy into the red blood cells now and that's carrying it into the body interesting so you can do you and that's one way to get it into the whole, to the whole body you know there are um treatments you know that you could put a hat on your head okay and have red light therapy for your brain or for hair growth okay you know that's another photobiomodulation but when you combine it with the blood, it gets all it gets into the system, and it causes the immune system to regulate. So it's a modulator. So if your immune system is too high, like in autoimmune disease, right. it helps bring it back down. If it's too low, or you're fighting something like cancer or an infectious disease, it upregulates the immune system. So it's like it's. I want to say it's magic, but it, you know, it's just how the body well, responds. It brings to it to balance. Yeah, and it makes me think of something like. Uh, you know, there was someone I knew who had thyroid issues that resulted in, I mean, her white count was always nothing. Like they thought it might even be a leukemia, but it wasn't. It was, it was all thyroid based. Mm -hmm. Could something like that even help with those levels? Absolutely. Yeah, wow. sure. Yeah. Once you, you know, start regulating the body, you know, the system start taking over and balance 
and you know things you know just kind of fall back into place. It's also a great way to detoxify, okay? Because the ozone will help you know clear certain you know clear toxins from your from your body, and it's you know it's it's like one of my go tos, um, and it's such a it's it's such a great procedure. The the bad part about it is we only have one ozone machine, so we can only treat one patient at a time. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. it's about a forty five minute to an hour long process okay. that that the drip is drop is going back into you. It sounds look. The only rest I ever get is when there's medical procedures. So I'm thinking, well, I can actually read a book for an hour. We have those big comfy chairs. You sit back. Yeah, it's like recline. a movie theater in right? there. Take yeah. a nap. Oh, I love. So it is. It is. For, except for the little little pinch with the needle, it's it's totally a painless situation. And yeah. I'm looking at this list because you know, we always look at a few things here, and there's a a, a lot here. I'm seeing there's suggestions that it, it could work with things like hepatitis C. Um, oh, absolutely. Staph infections. Yes. I see E. coli. Yes. On here yes. is another another interesting one. Hypertension. I mean, this is kind of a very wide. Oh, wow. That's mind blowing to me. Antimicrobial effects by damaging the DNA of microorganisms. Well, that's how bio-oxidative, they, they basically destroy either the cell membrane right. or the, the actual DNA structure itself so they can't reproduce wow. and they can't you know, re- repair themselves. So they, they're, that's they, die out. they die out. They, they're lice right then. Or yeah. they die. Did I just use lice correctly? I think I might have. You did. I remember that from seventh grade biology. But uh, I always wondered if that was where the name lice all came from. It was, it, that's exactly where Yeah, it I thought about that when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, so this is just so interesting to me. I also see antifungal yes. on this, and that ties right in. Um, what about inflammation? I'm curious about that because that's mm. a big buzzword as well for everything from disease to aging. Yes. So ozone in and of itself is anti-inflammatory. Okay. So that brings me to another use of ozone that we do in the office is injections. Okay. We do ozone injections for you know for joints, for you know, muscles. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I know somebody who had an ozone injection for... Uh, for a, a bone spur issue in their foot yep. to help mm-hmm. reduce that pain. Yes. And it, I, I believe it did really uh, really help her out after that. Yeah, so it's anti-inflammatory. It is, it's also a proliferative, so it absolutely might help, you know, grow some of that, you know, Yeah, that was back. something they mentioned. And yeah. her, her problems, even a year later, were significantly reduced, as I recall. So we do that in the office almost on a daily basis. So we have a tennis player comes in 74 years old twice a week, or right. sorry, twice a month. You know, he gets his... He gets his um, Injection in his knees, one knee is bone on bone, and that's a little, a lot better. And the other one was, you know, almost there, and that was completely better. His shoulders, his, his shoulders, shoulders resolved. Yeah, he's he's a very happy camper. We wow. also saved a patient's um, toe. He had he almost had to have a toe amputated, and he okay. came and saw us and spoke to Doctor Deluca. And I think this is the first time that I had heard about ozone injections. We started doing ozone injections weekly. Yes. And I think just a few months later, yeah, he was, was It was six cleared. to eight weeks later, and he was, yeah, so um, he went to a podiatrist, two podiatrists, and they wanted to chop off the toe. Okay. And he went to another one and says, well, keep doing what you're doing, and we'll see how it goes. And we cleared it. And, you know, he it, he was very happy. He had gangrene. He, we saved his toe. Okay, well, so that... It, Okay, gangrene is a terrifying word. Yeah. Yes. And it really is. I mean, I know people who've dealt with it, um, various manners that they get it. And I remember some of the hospital stays uh, that people had trying to save their extremities here. So this is a completely different treatment than that that, that was effective and very rapid, really. It was local, and he had a semi-alice there, but it, it resolved. He, you know, he knew that he knew the odds. He was a, he was a, he was a, a chiropractic physician, so, okay. he, you know, he had the natural bent. He knew the odds. He knew, you know, he's under the podiatrist's care, but, you know, everybody was happy with the results, including myself. This is so cool. These bio-oxidative therapies are, they're so wide-ranging, but there are a lot of options. You can learn more about it by 
calling 561-630-8722. That's the phone number for Palm Beach Integrative Medicine, 561-630-8722, or head on over to palmbeachintegrative.com. Uh, now, there, there's one more that I, I don't know if it's something you actually do on, uh, on premises, but uh, it was in the news before, and it was in the news again a few years ago for a certain niche industry. And I'm talking about hyperbaric. Um, you know, Michael Jackson slept in a hyperbaric chamber is a big thing. There was an athlete a few years back who had uh, multiple severe concussions mm-hmm. and ended up having seizures from them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he made a return, which made everybody very nervous. And he has had no issue and has been competing on a high level since then. Uh, and he credits hyperbaric chamber therapy for a lot of that recovery. Yes. Just for anyone who may wonder what that word is all about. Okay. What is it? How does it work? So hyperbaric is you're basically breathing oxygen under pressure. Okay. So uh, depending on the setup, I've been doing hyperbaric medicine since 2010. Okay. It has been a, a, a game changer in a lot of you know, patients' lives. It's, it is one of the best kept secrets in medicine. You're breathing 100% oxygen under pressure. The pressure is the magic. Okay. So there's even studies that show just breathing normal air under pressure is helpful. It, it okay. liberates stem cells. Huh. Uh, so, but when you do it with the increased oxygen concentration, the benefits are even more. So it's anti-inflammatory. It helps um, wound healing. It helps circulation. It helps collagen formation. It helps uh, blood flow to the brain. It helps um, anti-aging genes. So it works functions at the genetic level. It, it, it is, you know, I wish the treatment wasn't so expensive. Right. Um, and that's the thing. You know, people have these home chambers that they get. Um, they get one point, which we measure in atmosphere is absolute, 1.3. Sure. Um, basically, the, and I'm not going to say they have no effect, but they, you have to be in for a long period of time, like right. hours. And, sure. and I'm not going to say it has no effect, but when you do the 1.5 atmospheres and you're breathing 100% oxygen or you're breathing the 85% oxygen, you know, uh, you know, from a concentrator, that's where the magic happens. Well, and I got to tell you, it's, it's funny because the hyperbaric chamber, there was a lot of talk about that in the 90s because Michael Jackson slept yes. in one. So you had people saying, oh, this is this bizarre thing. But I'll tell you something. Just before he passed away, which was obviously unrelated to any of that, that was a just massively different issue. When he was planning the comeback tour, the video of him on stage and what he was doing, his energy level was insane. The guy, outside of, of his other issues, was in good shape. He was doing something right with some of those treatments. So the Michael Jackson story, I don't know if you remember, but his hair went on fire. Yep, that was during the, a, the, a the filming Pepsi commercial. Ad. Yes. So he got the hyperbaric to help heal that. Okay. And he just, I mean, when I go in the hyperbaric chamber, a lot of times I'll go in and I'll go right out. It, it's just it's yeah. so relaxing. Nice. And, but he found out, hey, I, I can't get that. to sleep any other way. I'm going to go sleep in the tank. Right. Okay. I mean, I was problem. thinking about what I had insomniac night recently. Yeah. I mean, um, you think yeah. that's beneficial to sleep in a hyperbaric I don't chamber know, every I, night? No, I don't think it's beneficial to sleep every night for eight hours or whatever. That feels like a lot. A bit. Yeah, it, but it balance is. with it, right? Yeah. You, balance, there's a benefit right. happening. And I don't know what pressure he was at. I don't know what, you know, I don't know what is it. But that's how it became. Look, Tiger Woods has one in his house. Joe Namath was treated for his, you know, injury, you know, for his brain injuries, you know, from yep. years of playing football up in uh, Jupiter, uh, Jupiter Medical Center. Yes. You know, so, and it, a lot of people, you know, uh, a place that I, I'm a medical director at, we treat, um, you know, 
uh, troops that have come back from uh, service with TBIs and PTSD. Wow. It, yeah, there's a study going on with Nova University really? right now. Yeah, it's absolutely. A PTSD aspect of this. Yeah, because, well, that's inflammation of the brain. Yeah, and it, it's so funny because people tend to think that it's purely a you know, thought pattern. You need cognitive therapy or something to work through the issue. But the fact is there is a physical manifestation of PTSD. Absolutely, there is. And there are some doctors out there, Mark, Dr. Mark Gordon, who, who says, well, I don't think you can have PTSD without a TBI. And he will not be right. <laughs> very interesting. And that's something new to me. Like, I didn't realize that either. Yeah. And so this is it's very fascinating, the, the things that, you know, I see people, they go in for a wound, for a diabetic wound, and they come, you know, they finish their treatment. They're much healthier. They're much happier. It's it's really, a, you know, hyperbaric is really a game changer. The, the athlete I was talking about earlier had lesions on his brain mm -hmm. from a number of concussions. Sure. Mm -hmm. And they're gone. Yeah. So it's it's really stunning. Uh, I was blown away by that. That was the first time I got thinking, wow, maybe there was something to this. There's a lot. Man, bio-oxidative therapy, so many choices, so many options, and so many things that can treat. PalmBeachIntegrative.com to learn more about it. PalmBeachIntegrative.com. Or you can call 561-630-8722. 561-630-8722 for Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Now, we've just got a couple of minutes left here on the program. So, Lady C, I was going to ask you a question. I saw there was an article, and I'm a coffee guy, and there's an article about espresso coffee. Possible working with Alzheimer's? I know there have been some protein chains and so on around that. What's that all about? Yeah, so that's what I, I wanted to talk about next. I found this really interesting article on um, the Journal of Agricultural and Food Chemistry. Um, so the title says, Espresso coffee mitigates the aggregation and condensation of Alzheimer's-associated tau protein. And I wanted Dr. DeLuca just to expand on that. And that's interesting because I know that that's those protein chains. Those uh, I'm forgetting the name of them. The amyloid it? proteins. The amyloid proteins. And then there's the tau protein. The tau protein. Yeah, the amyloid, yes. And then the amyloid uh, fibrillary tangles. Okay. And then, then with the tau protein. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, because I love my coffee. So I will have. I'm a coffee guy. All day I'll drink coffee. Sometimes I'll forget to drink water because I'm drinking coffee. Yeah, um, and everyone says you shouldn't do that. Like you should stop the coffee after, you know, 10 a.m. or whatever it is. I want to know. At my age, it'll keep me awake if I don't stop. So. <laughs> so uh, it's a very interesting article. Um, coffee um, is a, um, it has a lot of polyphenols, and we talked about the microbiome before and how it's important to feed the, to, right. to feed the microbiome. So now, if this is direct effect of changing the microbiome and feeding it, I don't know. Is it a direct, a direct effect of some of the um, chemicals that are in, in the espresso? I don't know. But what I do know is, uh, Data shows that the people, the sweet spot for coffee, provided you're not caffeine sensitive, okay. is about three cups, three to five cups, to, to ward off dementia, uh, neurogenerative disease. Yeah, so um, people, you know, when they come to talk to me, you know, new patients, they don't, you know, they like, well, I, I drink coffee, and I'm like, well, is it organic? Right. Well, why organic? Because, well, coffee is a heavily sprayed crop. Yeah. So it has definitely has benefits, but you have to be careful. So you want organic coffee, you want preferably mold-free coffee because, you know, commercially, large commercial, you know, coffee production, right. it's sitting in warehouses. Small batch they, roasting and there, so on is oh, the way Oh, there's go. a way to ensure it's mold-free? Well, you can, yeah, so the, the small batch, small batches will be tested. Mm, yeah. You know, now that's more, much more expensive than the, you know, the Yeah, but it tastes really brands. good too. I love, I, I love my small batch roasted coffees and I can get them locally. And you get what you pay for. Oh, absolutely you do. Yeah, so we'll have a case uh, or a, a, a Topic of heavy metal sometime you know further in the podcast, but rock and roll, yeah. So, but uh, things that are heavily sprayed, 
typically, uh, you know, they cause other problems. But sure. the sweet spot for coffee, three to five cups, provided you're not caffeine sensitive. That, that's what the that, that's what the epidemiological data Now, does it matter if it's espresso or regular decaf? Do we know? Uh, we don't know because a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, polyphenols are in the whether it's caffeinated or they some removed by the decaf you know that i don't know that would be mm-hmm. we have to ask a food chemist sure. for that but um you know some people are caffeine sensitive and they or they can only have decaf but that's better than nothing i was just gonna say you some of the benefits even if it's yeah. slightly less and there's also caffeine in like dark chocolate and things like oh that. yeah and small doses of caffeine can go a long way <laughs> so uh yeah well that's that's really interesting well look good i, I love me my coffee so i'm going to be having some after i leave today uh it'll be it'll be all good so before we roll, Courtney, how can people learn more? How can people follow you? Let's talk about social media and Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. How can people learn more and track it down? Yes, we are all over the place. Um, we have our Instagram, Palm Beach Integrative Med. Facebook, we are PBI Medicine. Dr. DeLuca's Twitter is Dr. John DeLuca. And as I mentioned last week, and I'm going to mention it again, we have flash sales all the time. So if you're following us, you can um, take advantage of those. We have deals on Myers Cocktail sometimes. Maybe I'll randomly do a UBI Ozone one. Ooh, That's going to wow. be coming up. Nice. That's my favorite. We'll do a Courtney special on that one. Ooh, the Courtney special. <laughs> I love those. I'm going to ask you for the Courtney special of the week going forward. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, absolutely. Um, And then, of course, you can follow us on Spotify, listen to older episodes, listen to episodes again, send them to friends and family. Don't keep this good health to yourself. Nope. If you have any questions, send them. Uh, to you, how can people send a question into you? Yes, on the website. um, Live Better Longer tab on the website, palmbeachintegrative.com, or call. I'll take questions over the phone. 561-630-8722. Five six one six three zero eight seven two two. I believe we had questions, but they're going to have to wait until next week. Yeah, we are out of time on this one. But, that was uh, fast. It was, but we will get those questions and keep it all rolling uh, very soon. This has been Live Better Longer, Dr. John DeLuca and the lovely Courtney. Mike McGann here, palmbeachintegrative.com and 561-630-8722. Lots more legendary programming on the way. Thanks for listening to Live Better Longer, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Learn more and set up your consultation today by calling 561-630-8722 or visit palmbeachintegrative.com. Tune in next week for another edition of Live Better Longer on Legends 100.3. The preceding program was presented for informational purposes only. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. Always consult a physician for specific health care advice.